be Dead Headspace. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major platforms, which now includes Ghana, India's largest streaming service. I'm your host, Patrick mm. R. McDonough. <laughs> I'm your host, Patrick R. McDonough, joined always by my co-host, Brennan LaFaro. Say hi, Brennan. Hello. And today, we're talking to a brand new podcast as of the release of this episode, the release of uh, the inaugural episode of the Pikecast is available, which we urge you to listen to after this. Please welcome Becca Fatrell, Cassie Daly, and Cooper Beckett. Hello, guys. Hi. Hello. Hi. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. And, uh, Cooper, um, I think it's uh, universally uh, accepted that you have the greatest voice um for podcasting i say that full-heartedly i've listened to a lot yeah i've listened to a lot of shows i've talked to almost 50 people now and uh i don't know man your voice is brilliant you know i wish i wish the uh audiobook people felt the same way because you know podcasting is a little less valuable of a skill than uh than audiobooks I, well, I'm i sure you understand that as yeah. a podcaster. Yeah, no, I make zero sense and I uh, spend money for hardware and whatnot, but that's fine. <laughs> Do it for the love. So, Cooper, the first question goes to you, sir. Yeah. Um, because from what I understood from the preview episode, uh, which I, me and Brennan talked about, we both really enjoyed it. Uh, Brennan, I don't want to put words in your mouth. So before I go on with my first question, why don't you jump in and just... Tell us what you thought about the uh, preview. No, you're not putting my words in my mouth at all. I thought it was awesome. Um, a nice little, uh, I believe, 39-minute episode, if I'm not mm-hmm. wrong on that time, just to get to know the hosts. Because, uh, And what I, what I thought was kind of cool about that was now you have the ability to, on episode one, just kind of jump right in, get right to the books, get right to the heart of what you right. guys set out to do. You don't have to spend the first 30 minutes, you know, with that intro. People can get to know you if that's something they'd like to do before they listen to uh, the first book, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Or they can go in cold and really just kind of focus on the material at hand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that um, that was kind of what we did the first time Brian and I were. Uh, recording we did that too because it just makes sense but uh, we made our audience sit through you know a 30 minute <laughs> interview between the two of us before they got to hear about the book they fucking tuned in to <laughs> hear about well see i've done i've done several media podcasts like i did a one about hannibal the show and uh, twin peaks and so i've realized that those first episodes just balloon like crazy unless you split them off because no one wants to hear you endlessly talk about how you first encountered the show twin peaks. They want to hear about episode one, right? So, yeah. Uh, So when we started this one, I said, let's, let's just, you know, get the lay of the land and the three of us talk and figure out where we're at. It's interesting. So uh, what Cooper, I know that you were the one that, kind of got the ball rolling with this uh correct me if i'm wrong but how did that come to be the the why and how uh was this show created well i 
I loved Christopher Pike forever. Like I actually encountered him when he was still writing those teen books. You know, I, I came to, to be a teenager in the early nineties. And, uh, once I was prepping my first horror novel, as good as gone, I was, um, I just was fucking, Oh, sorry. Can we swear on here? Fuck no. <laughs> okay. Uh, you mixed messages. Uh, so, you can, hey, you can swear okay. and use every version of every curse word if you please. Appreciate I just want to make it clear, Pat, you don't make that very clear because I had that same issue the first time I was on the show. I was like, fuck no. Does that mean, does that really mean no? Or does that mean yes? <laughs> Is that an emphatic no? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I did not mean to give. I thought that everyone just, I thought it was understood that I'm a goofy shit and uh, that I'm very sarcastic. Uh, too dry for my own good. So so uh, you're saying I can fucking say any fucking thing I fucking want. Um, Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, good, good. Uh, so now I completely lost my train of thought. What was I saying? It was Damn it, Cassie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you, oh, hold on. You're me... talking about the hows and whys of the show? Yes, yes, yes. So I was developing this book and I was working on the cover and uh, one night I was just so sick of the cover design that I was working on, which was supposed to be like a, a 40s pulp novel. And I just threw the cover art, the amazing cover art, uh, into this style of Christopher Pike. And everybody got it, like mm -hmm. immediately. And everyone was like, no, that that's your cover. Do that. And I was blown away because Christopher Pike was one of those things. I thought it was just me. <laughs> you know, you, you have these things that you did as an insular young person, because if we're sitting home reading, we're likely, we're less likely to be the ones out partying Yeah, and you just find out, no, no, there's a huge community of people who love this also. And at the same time, I had a, a fan of my other podcasts send me a message and saying, Hey, I have about 30 pike books in storage do you want them Ooh. and i said yes <laughs> how can we make that happen and he sent me all these books and it was amazing and so that's that's the beginning and then i from there on i would uh i would say you know one of these days i'm gonna start a christopher pike podcast and then i saw i saw cassie post some pictures that that showed off the pike books and it's like oh cassie likes those too i wonder if cassie would be interested in being on a podcast and then you know we're in the middle of probably the worst reason to stay at home ever <laughs> yeah. uh, and i thought well i need a distraction from the 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 ultimate clusterfuck of the world right now why don't we start that pike cast and relive the early 90s, when things were weird and different, especially through the eyes of Christopher Pike. So that's my long-winded origin story. I love it. And just uh, before we go branch out from that, you're too Osgood uh, as gone. The Too Osgood, that's the first title. Uh, Osgood as gone is the first one, yeah. Yeah, so your, your two Osgood books, they definitely scream Christopher <laughs> Pike cover, and I love it, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very happy with the way those look. Yeah, they're great. Um, and I do have more questions for you about your books, but 
pertaining to the podcast, Brennan, uh, I think you were you had a pretty good question following uh, uh, Cooper's answer. Well, I was thinking we've got uh, uh, most of the story, but let's kind of pick up where we left off. And um, Cassie, let's kind of hear it from your point of view, how you start coming on board with this and where we go from there. Um, so, I mean, obviously, you guys have known me on like Bookstagram and stuff for a while, so I post a lot of colorful books. Um, and the Christopher Pike books are like among the most colorful that I have on my shelves, uh, <laughs> especially when everything's organized by color. So <laughs> those are usually like the ones that when I post like big shelfy pictures, people either spot those or my hotter Stephen King ones because those are obviously also very eye catching. Um, but it's always the people who kind of gravitate towards the Pike ones that get me really excited because <laughs> I'm like, oh, you recognize these because like exactly like Cooper was saying, I didn't know that there were other people that liked it and I didn't know there were other people who had read him during their childhood. Like I, I didn't have any friends in real life ever that have ever read Christopher Pike or even know who that was. So, um, finding people, you know, through the internet and through like the book community that did, that's been really cool. And then I honestly, I didn't even know that Cooper had read them. (laughs) And so he messaged me one day asking about it. Um, and he was just like, would you be down to do this? And I, I will say, like, I, I told you guys this, too. If I had not been on your podcast before on this one, <laughs> I probably would have been too terrified. And I would have been like, I don't know if this is for me because it, it's so scary. Like the idea of speaking and people listening to you and judging you and just hearing how awkward or weird or whatever you sound like, it's a little bit nerve wracking. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was nervous about it, but we've been we've been doing so much like there's just so much behind the scenes that we do. There's so much that like so much work we all put into it. Um, mm. So it's been exactly like Cooper said, like it's a really good distraction. Like it's something that we can put our focus into and kind of go super hard with Um, that for me and him, we've loved for, you know, over a decade or, you know, longer. And for Becca, it's something new that I'm not speaking for her, obviously, but from my perspective, it's something that she can kind of look forward to now because she's getting into it for the Mm -hmm. first time. So I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I don't know if I answered the question. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And and Becca, I'm kind of the most interested in your answer because um, you are coming into it not having grown up with these books. And I love the idea of having a third perspective on there, a very consistent third perspective of somebody who hasn't read these before and is bringing the new to it as an adult um, point of view. So I'm curious how you came about deciding to jump on it. Okay, um, so Cooper also sent me a little DM, and he was like, hey, do you want to do a Pike cast? Well, I don't know why I just called it a Pike cast. Pike podcast. And um, I was like, I've never read Pike in my life, dude. And so then he told me, like, hey, that's fine. It's, like, just a book club. You're cool. So, I don't know. Like, like I said, I had nothing better to do, honestly, during this time. Like, well, that sounded really shitty. <laughs> I'm having the time of my life, like I said, but, um, yeah, I had nothing, nothing, like, I'm just chilling at home reading books, so I was like, yeah, I'll do it, and I'm ha- I've been having so much fun, <laughs> and I'm, like, stumbling over all my work. <laughs> no, no, no. You're doing great. Thanks. <laughs> the more you do it, the more you get used to it, you know, I, uh-huh. like Cassie said, um, she did, uh, like, a two-hour episode with us, and she was mm-hmm. awesome, and I'm, uh, I'm so honored is the closest word I can think of that um that that she's kind of continuing on with this that we were able to make her comfortable enough and that we yeah. didn't completely ruin her podcast experience 
Um, and Becca, I think you're absolutely going to find the same thing. You know, the more you do it, I, I did, I don't know how the hell I got talked into this in the first place. Cause it was, <laughs> I kind of came at it from your perspective. Like, you know, I'm not doing anything. I just got, you know, sent home from work in, you know, the middle of March and I'm sitting around. What the hell? Um, but the more you do it, the more you get comfortable with it and you go from there. That's good. Thank you. I needed that. I, I wanted to speak to one thing that really excited me about uh, podcasting with these two women also is, um, and I don't want to speak for them, obviously, but I'm, I identify as queer. I'm, I'm a bisexual man. And uh, both of the, the ladies are also uh, part of the LGBTQ community. And it really is exciting to me to come at the book's, from that perspective, because mm. it was from a time, you know, the early 90s were a really rough time for the uh, LGBTQ community. I mean, right. it's it's no picnic today, but these books are very hetero until they're not. Mm. And like Die Softly is our first book, and I don't want to really go into it, but it surprised me because there's both polyamory and bisexuality in it both of these things hmm. and that really surprised i mean they're both by a villain but still you know you know baby steps um yeah. to add on to that like back in the 90s like you would i don't know like if i read this book in the 90s if i would have picked up on that but i definitely picked up on the lgbtq um signs i guess <laughs> themes this time around I mean, this time around as if I've ever read it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like in the 90s, I wouldn't have picked up on it. That's fair. Well, you you probably would have been a kid back then, right? Like a uh, young kid. Yes. I was actually born in 1990, so. All right, yeah. So you were Well, you probably wouldn't younger. have picked up on that in 91. Kids don't have, Lillian yeah. Bates don't have great gaydar. <laughs> True. I don't so, even know if I could read at that age. So. <laughs> I didn't want to. I want. I didn't want to interrupt anyone, uh, Cassie. But I echo what Brennan says. That does mean a lot. I did. Um, as soon as you and I started talking, like really started talking, just saying, "Hey, how's it going?" We're both reviewers. We both like art. Blah blah blah. Uh, that was, I don't know, probably five months ago. And I just there was something about you that I'm like, she's interesting. And uh, I can I say. Agree. Both it's of a these trick. two. It's just, just a trick. I'm telling you guys all. It's a trick. <laughs> no. Every nice person, well, I'm not going to use a blanket statement. Most nice people I know, they're very. They, here's the thing. I heard a great quote, forgot who it's from, whatever. They, they take what they do serious, they don't take themselves serious. And I think that's true for every nice person. And I can say the same for Beck. Yeah. And, and I just have met Cooper probably a few weeks ago. And. I view y'all as friends already, so I, I'm excited for your show. Oh, heart emoji. Yeah. Yeah, and um, as far as the queer stuff goes, like I, I've I've been to you know one pride parade, and it was it was in Providence. I wish I went to more. I just haven't been, but I mean it's it's like the sweetest community. Everyone yeah. was so nice there that I just I don't know what it was, but I got brought to tears by the over. Oh overwhelming power of how how everyone's like we're here for the right reasons we're here to celebrate being people <laughs> which 
<laughs> That's what the whole point is, right? <laughs> so let's get back to Pikecast before I talk years off about this. Um, one thing that I was like, I'm, excuse me if this is the incorrect way to use this word, jealous or maybe envious, <laughs> because you guys, you guys are coming out of the gate with like all the social media. You're coming out of the gate with the merch. You're coming out of the gate with just like everything that you, you you're the real deal. Uh, not that it should be questioned, but I, I love it. Part of Cassie's tricks again. She just wants to look <laughs> professional. I know. <laughs> I'm like, if we have a social media presence everywhere. Nobody right. can deny us. Here we are. <laughs> well, I mean, I I've been podcasting for over a decade, and okay. so wow. I know all the things I wish I'd done at the beginning of each podcast I've hosted. That make I can tell, I can, I could feel your experience. That makes perfect sense now. So for this one, like I've been, I've been telling both Cassie and Becca, it's like, I'm setting up a lot of shit. I don't want you to be overwhelmed by any of it. Right. Uh, but I, I know eventually we'll need this. And Cassie and Becca have both blown me away with their social media skills, which is something I'm not as good at. And I'm also just blown away by the fact that all three of us are working our asses off to make this a kick-ass podcast. Right. Yeah. And like I said, for anyone that hasn't listened, well, that wouldn't make too much sense. I was going to say listen to the preview, but this comes out when your inaugural episode comes out. Listen to your inaugural episode. Right. Well, listen to both. They can listen to both. We'll listen take to... all of your views. Yeah, you know yes. Fuck it. Listen to both. Do you guys um, – now, Cooper, I got a technical question that the audience may not be interested sure. in. Are, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what you're using for um, a podcast host. Uh, right now – well, we're using TriCast to record. Okay. And we're using uh, Libsyn as the host. Nice. Okay, and Lipson was what allowed my show to go on Ghana, G-A-A-N-A, which is, I'm getting, we're getting steady views in India, and I'm like, that's a big, heavily populated uh, country. Yeah, it really is. Just just a FYI, man. Um, Brennan, why don't you take over? Yeah, so I want to ask you guys kind of an unfair question, because (laughs) you... As of right now, you have not recorded your inaugural episode, so I'm wondering, what can people expect from that inaugural episode? Ooh. Cocaine. <laughs> a lot of cocaine. That was the best possible answer. Yeah, tr- true. A lot of okay. characters in this book take cocaine. Yeah, they but, take it. But, yeah. but can... You guys are just like gonna go, like you're gonna not even focus on Becca's being nervous to like just saying fuck it, we're doing cocaine. <laughs> Whatever gets people out of their shells, man, you gotta go for it. Yeah, true. <laughs> promise cocaine. <laughs> I re- I respect that. Well, you know it's uh, it it is weird because we're talking about a podcast uh, that we are recording right now, which will be released after. The release of our first podcast, which we are going to record next. <laughs> the word meta timey comes wimey. to mind. Yes, that is, it is meta. It is very timey wimey. Uh, so, I one one thing that I really want to shout out is uh, the the podcasts Halloweenies and the Losers Club, which are both done by a group of people who seem to have spun off from the AV Club. 
and Halloweenies has gone through Nightmare on Elm Street, um, the Halloween series, and now is doing Friday the 13th. And the Losers Club is in chronological order going through the entire Stephen King collection. Oh my God. But both of them have structured their podcast in such a great way. And every episode deals with these sections because everything can be broken down into let's talk about characters. Now let's talk about plot. Let's talk about the best writing. Let's talk about the worst writing. Mm. And so that was my inspiration for our format. And because we want to acknowledge that Christopher Pike was writing at a time when there were very specific things the audience he was writing for wanted. And he talks about this in interviews, how they wanted the blonde on the cover. So the, that character better be a blonde, you know, hmm. they, they, and the books that had different things didn't sell as well. So you wrote for the audience. So because of that, there's a lot of, um, iffy things <laughs> in these books to put it nicely. And we're not going to shy away from that. And that's, that's very important to me. I, yeah. And, and you should focus on what you guys view are worth shining a light on. Um, so not really related to that more serious note, but on a fun note, the covers themselves, I would say to anyone listening, Google them, Christopher Pike covers. I want to read all of these now, um, which I guess, uh, I think I know the answer, but <laughs> for people that haven't read the books yet, is it, is it spoiler heavy, your episodes? Oh, yes, 100%. Okay. Read, read the book before <laughs> if you intend to read the book at all. Okay, so, yeah, we, me and Brennan did a episode like that. We were planning on doing, not for Christopher Pike, we call it horror classics, where the first one was The Girl Next Door, because neither one of us read Jack Ketchum, and um, mm, yeah. heard The Girl Next Door is pretty intense, so we're like, fuck it, we're, dump, we're diving in the deep end first, and... We want to do more, but it's just like it, you got to read the books first. And uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if we were all that structured, but you, I'm, I'm interested to see how you guys are formatted. I do know we were not all that structured. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, this comes back to podcasting a lot. Like my Hannibal podcast could get so long because we love the show. Like our Silence of the Lambs episode is four hours long. Oh my God. Wow. It's, and it's, it's not insane in the level of digressions and everything, but I realized we could have done a lot better with some structure. So a lot of this is learning from things I've done poorly in the past. <laughs> Do, um, are you a fan of the, uh, I'm just going to make this clear. I, I know it's exists. It was written and published, but I'm not going to, Besides, right now I'm not going to acknowledge Hannibal Rising because I hate the book. But <laughs> do, do you like the trilogy? That's why I had to preface the question with that. I I really love the the, the initial Hannibal trilogy, even yes. even Hannibal itself. Yes, I uh, do which, too. Which is a weird novel, but I really really do enjoy that. Hannibal Rising is a piece of garbage. Yeah, I think it was a contractual thing. It, no, basically. Um, the the company that owned the rights to Hannibal that had just redone Red Dragon said to Thomas Harris, we're doing another movie. 
Now you can write that or we'll do it. <laughs> and because of that, he wrote Hannibal Rising and he wrote it as a book and then as the movie. So it was completely because they said, we're doing it with you or without you. Let us know if you want to be on board. Now, just uh, we'll get back to podcast in one sec. <laughs> I just got to ask you because you're a fan, too. For me, if if we're going to go back to younger Hannibal, I want to see it when he was at his peak before he was caught by Will, and Gra- Will Graham. Yeah. I want to see him kill those college Chesapeake students. Chesapeake Ripper, yeah. Yeah. Why the fuck didn't you focus on that? That's the most exciting part of we the Hannibal. We don't need to see child Hannibal with an obsession with masks that makes no sense. <laughs> Hannibal's thing is not that he's obsessed with masks. Hannibal's thing is that a mask is put on him because he's in jail. Yeah. And so he doesn't bite. <laughs> As anyone. you can see, I'm passionate. I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty. And the ending for Hannibal the novel, I liked it. I didn't hate it. It. I didn't love it. So yeah. I'm like on the fence. But, um. Moving on to your podcast, so it, I'm curious. Uh, we've asked another host of a uh, another podcast. Uh, it's called "Does the Dog Die in This?" We asked him this question because I'm genuinely That's, curious. It's a great title for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's by this Australian guy named Glenn Parker, and he's super. <laughs> you guys would love him. He's super nice. Well, Cassie knows him. Uh, yeah, he's but uh, I'm curious if you guys know if – because you seem like you know a lot about your show and what is going to happen with it. Are you going to break it down into seasons or is it just going to you know keep going uh, once a week, twice a month or what's the format going to be? So our format right now is uh, it's going to be every other Thursday that we air. Um, I think that's what we're going to stick with. Um, we – do plan to do a couple of just like bonus side episodes because we already have people um, like signed up to our Patreon and stuff like that. So uh, we want to kind of give them access to some behind the scenes content and just extra stuff so that they feel like, you know, they're getting something for supporting us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're probably going to be recording a couple of those things. And then we have a lot of guests and things lined up actually through almost through the end of the year. Um, I think we're still working on December right now, but I mean that we've already got the next like two full months planned. Yeah. So nice. um, we're on track for that. Yeah. Um, I'm not positive if we're going to split it up into seasons cause it's, it's kind of just like a consistent ongoing thing. Um, yeah, it doesn't really books. lend itself to the season model. I don't think. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And, and we don't plan on really putting a focus on things like, um, I mean, at least publicly for like episode number and stuff like that. Cause we're really just each episode is going to be solely focused on a book. Um, yeah. and then later on when we kind of want to get into more of Pike's other stuff, like he has a couple of series that he wrote that are team fiction as well. Um, we kind of want to cover those, but we might split it up because for example, the last vampire is like at least six books long, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Six books. Yeah, so that one's going to take a, a bit, and I don't want to. And I don't want to do six episodes on the last vampire, honestly. No, I, I honestly, I don't think that. <laughs> I don't think each book warrants its own full episode. <laughs> um, but I think, I think we could do like a couple of just like little fun bonus things that'll be fun. Um, and then as well as having some of his more adult books being featured, yeah. um, because he has some adult fiction as well. So I think that'll be cool, especially for people who have really only read some of his teen stuff. Very cool. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned having guests on and the guest on you, your first episode is Joe Lipset. Is that right? That is. 
Um, so are you guys going to have a guest, uh, planning to have a guest on every single episode where you tackle a different book? Yes, but no, like, I don't think that's like a planned thing. Like we do have people set up for each episode so far, but I feel like we wouldn't be against doing it by ourselves. I don't, I don't know the answer to this. (laughs) They're better with the technical stuff than I am. I like the... (laughs) You're good. It's it's so, like scared. she's saying. It's not a hard <laughs> rule that we have, but it's something that we're kind of going to try to aim for, just because we would like other people to be able to get involved. Um, and like how we are with the host, like how Becca hasn't really read a lot of them yet, and then me and Cooper are fans for a long time. We're planning on having a mixture. Um, so mm-hmm. we're gonna have some people who are lifelong fans, and then some people who are reading a Pipe book for the very first time to be on the show. So, uh, as you know, because actually Patrick. You're going to be one of our future guests at some point, probably early next year. Yeah. Uh, uh, the first book that I asked Cassie about, she's like, oh, it's already taken, which was, uh, <laughs> it was Road to Nowhere, because that cover Ooh. looks so Yes. Good. It's one of That's my favorites. That's my fave, yeah. That, yeah, it's so good. That's, I, like, that book is so, I can't wait to do that. Well, I don't know about <laughs> the book, but the cover is great. Becca, you're going to love it. I'm excited. So, I'll, and tell me if I'm not allowed to say this, but the next one, the one that I chose um was eternal the eternal game see eternal by enemy. saying it you've you've officially claimed it now okay. we can't change it <laughs> yep. so you just locked in your book it That's just true. looks so, it looks so cool like i lo- i already bought it <laughs> <laughs> double locked in yeah. not to mention that you're the one who controls whether that gets edited out of the episode so i can miss that unlike you brennan i actually respect our guests <laughs> Can you guys tell us a little bit about the model you have in mind where uh, people will be able to find out what book you're going to be tackling on the next episode so they can kind of follow along and read along with you? At the end of each episode, we will tell you what the episode for the next one is. And we will also be having on our website a list of upcoming books and upcoming guests. It's uh, all the stuff we're putting in place as we speak. Um, because we want you to, to read along. This is, it's like a book club we're throwing here. So we want people to be, uh, engaged and read along and then talk about it on social media because Christopher Pike deserves a lot more attention. Like they're not even available as eBooks. So that clearly shows, uh, a publisher that has stopped caring and, I would love nothing more than to have uh, people really start talking about Pike again. That'd be really cool. Yeah, because all I know is R.L. Stein, which is what I grew up on in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Same. This has a lot more cocaine than Goosebumps. Let yeah. me a lot more what. cocaine. I've already, it's been one book and I already know. I don't As think opposed to the zero of Goosebumps. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Zero <laughs> cocaines? Wait, wait. There was no one taking cocaine in Goosebumps? Not really? a single person taking it anywhere? <laughs> I don't think anyone even died in uh, on on quote-unquote screen or page i don't think anyone actually died in that series no i think not until they got to the fear street ones people started getting the whack is that what they call it the whack Uh, (laughs) that's what i'm gonna call it depends on the context and the undercover informant yeah (laughs) it's what what the kids are calling it cassie you've got your finger on the pulse yes i am so cool (laughs) i mean if you're italian that means one thing if you're you know I don't know where this joke's going. I'm, I'm a little Italian, so it's not. Cut it. All right, cut it out. So, uh, where can people follow the podcast? Followed by where can people follow you three individuals and plug any other 
locations that you feel. Cassie, you want to do the podcast uh, breakdown? Yeah. So for the podcast, um, we're actually, it's pretty easy to find us anywhere because we tried to remain consistent with our naming. <laughs> so it's the Pike cast. It's all one word. Um, you can find us on Facebook. You can like our page. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter. Um, we do have a link tree in our Twitter bio, and that has a bunch of other links. So if you want to get to our Patreon, if you'd like to get to our um, – we have a YouTube where it's not us physically watching us, at least not at any time soon. But <laughs> it's a recording, and it's got subtitles. Um, mm -hmm. Another thing just that I want to put in there too is that we're trying to make it as – um, accessible to people as possible. That's really important to us for the podcast. So um, we are going to have full transcripts and um, subtitles if there are videos, um, just so that people who maybe need those things to listen and follow along with us can do so. Yeah. Um, and then our website, thepikecast.com, that pretty much is kind of like our central hub that has everything. So if you go there, you can find links to um, all of our different stuff, our merch store, um, and then Cooper's been amazing with our links. So actually, for a lot of the stuff, if you just type into the URL bar, um, thepodcast.com slash Spotify or slash Apple slash merch, you will get to all of those pages. It's really great. Um, so shout out to Cooper for doing cool. all the behind the scenes stuff for that because it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's important. Um, where can people follow you, Cassie? And then Becca and Cooper, where can people follow you individually? Um, so people can follow me. My blog is letsgetgalactic.com. Um, I'm on Twitter as control alt Cassie. So it's just like on your keyboard, C T R L A L T Cassie, my name. Um, I'm on Instagram as hollow.reader, H O L O dot reader. And I have an art shop, which is letsgetgalacticart.etsy.com. Nice. How about you, Becca? Okay, so the last time they asked me this question, I completely forgot what the internet was. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I have a blog, and it's astoldbybucks.wordpress.com. And then I have a Twitter, which is also astoldbybucks, and an Instagram, which is readwithbucks, because I took the other one for my own personal Instagram. <laughs> so I'm not, like, the same everywhere, but, you know, <laughs> I tried. I tried. <laughs> and how about you, Cooper? Uh, you can pretty much find me anywhere at Cooper S. Beckett. I warn you, I have a long career as a sex and relationship podcaster. So if you're at all iffy about uh, seeing sexual stuff pop up in your timeline, maybe you want to just follow me on Instagram. <laughs> also po politics, because I do not hold back. So <laughs> That's fine. That's fine for me. I don't want to speak for Brennan. Brennan, any final words before we uh, say goodnight or goodbye? No, Good morning. Uh, I, I appreciate you guys squeezing us in, and I wish you the best of luck on your uh, upcoming first episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, and we really thank you for you. having us. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much. Absolutely. We um, are. I'm personally excited. You guys uh, clearly have a long, bright future for you know podcasting and. I mean, I'm already a fan. Brent's already a fan. Aww. Thank you, uh, Becca. Thank you, Cooper. And thank you, Cassie, for joining us. Brennan, as always, thank you for being my awesome co-host. Listeners, appreciate your time. I urge you to check out the Pikecast today. Inaugural episode is out. All right. Have a good one. We are in your mind. We are all around. You are now leaving. Deadhead space. Sorry, do you want...
Do you want me to answer that one? Too? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to let the, the ladies speak a little bit. Pat, more. write that one down yeah. so we can cut that part because it's awkward. I, <laughs> I, am, I am overwhelming the I'm sucking the oxygen out of the room. So 1025. Josh Malaman goes to the bathroom. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Becca, you take that one. Okay, so here's the thing. After all that, I forgot what the question was. <laughs> Twelve listeners to follow the podcast. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for Get joining. <laughs> I, I stole an ink heist line. Um, thank you guys for uh, following. Nope, I'm cutting that. What the fuck am I talking about? I'm I'm looking at something. I'm I'm getting all jumbled. Sorry, my mistake. Oh, I get it. The story of my life, dude. <laughs> I know it gets weird though because like last night I was doing one with them and him and Brennan both had it and I was just like smiling at my screen and nodding like they could see me and I felt like such an idiot because I don't have I don't have a webcam so I never have like a video to go along. Yeah, with. The, the I was moment... like dancing just now and I'm like I'm so yeah. glad they can't see me. The moment you have someone to look at, you you just assume you're being watched. I think. <laughs> oh God, some of us just assume that all the oh, time. No. <laughs>